This episode, my friend Pete and I sat down and we talked about qualified plans, defined contribution, defined benefit plans. We spent a lot of time on cash balance plans and really some of the considerations that are required and then the exit strategies that should be considered. So thank you for listening. We had fun and hope you enjoy. Yeah. And again, there's advantages too. You just have to understand right. what you're what you're getting into. And so there are three. Those are the well, really kind of four advantages: tax deductibility, the quote unquote known benefit in retirement, quote unquote retirement. Um, then the then the assets are held in trust, the protection of the trust, right? And then they're backed by the PBGC. PBGC. What's the uh, what are the other advantages? So there's some other advantages depending on what vehicle you're going to put. Which a vehicle is the one where you put the money. Yeah, not the custodian. Just actually where the money is. Right. right. What what is it in the market? Is it in annuity? Is it in life right. insurance? So it, you know it it does advantage them to put them in in life insurance. And there's two schools of thought on this. Some people do not like life insurance inside. Uh, any kind of plan. Yeah, well, like, oh, life insurance is very polarizing. It's like politics. Yeah, you it's love it or hate. You love it or hate. Yeah. So some of them go, will go. Oh well, that's ridiculous. Why would you want to put your money into a life insurance inside the plan because you're not going to get it back? Well, uh, you know, I've already had three payouts of life insurance, and I don't think any of those families would say, yeah. Um, there, I don't some, need the money. I don't no, need the you money. keep it, Pete. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I bet none of them ever said, wow, this is too much. Yeah, no, it's not. not never heard not, that. Never heard no. that. Not once. Have you ever heard, is this all? I've heard is this, there any is, more? Is this all? Is there any more? Yeah, it's but tragedy. In some cases, in one, one particular case that we had um, where it was a rank and file employee that passed away, and we had life insurance in the plan, yeah. and that was the only yeah. life insurance that person had. So yeah, it was yeah. a huge godsend for that family. So they were insurable. These are not guaranteed issue products. No. I mean, there's a, you can, you can put guaranteed issue yeah. products in there, very low face amounts. But so my point here is that individual was insurable. Correct. So and they, he actually, it was, a, it was, a, it was a car wreck. He was on his way home from work. Sure. And that's what happened. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff happens and fortunately it was in there. The other part of that is, is, is kind of, it's cool from the standpoint if you know it and you understand it and you have someone who can help you. Yeah. At the end of the rainbow, you can keep the life insurance and pull, well, yeah, it, and pull it out I, of the I plan. want to talk about that later because <clears throat> um, <clears throat> because the um, – uh, you know, my position, I mean, I have my position, I have my opinions, and I have my experience, and, you know, and they all come with me, okay, so I'm going <laughs> to share. But going back to the benefits, you know, to the employer, another benefit could be the uh, the legal right to discriminate yes. against employees, so, and then, therefore, that allows them to overfund or highly uh, – you know, there that high limits of contribution. Correct. You know, much higher than the four hundred one k and the the and the IRA. I mean, you can with the cash balance plan, you can put a lot of money in the cash balance. Yeah, plan. it's and over two hundred thousand. Yeah, well, yeah, over, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, every in, in terms of a year, depending on what your what your income is, right? Exactly. So you have high income, you can blow right past blow right that past limit. limit. Yeah. yeah, which what is it, fifty thousand and fifty six if the catch up. Yeah, on I don't the know the details, but I know. Yeah. I've, you know, it's it's a lot. It's a, a lot. It's a huge, huge a, number. A huge number to the point where, anyway, in in to do these things, I agree with you. You have to work with somebody who's educated and educated on 
uh, beyond just a cash balance plan. You know, you got to have a broad, in my opinion, a broad knowledge and a broad experience. Right. It would be most helpful to anyone who considers these. Okay. But those do go into the quote unquote advantage column. I can discriminate right. and I can heavily weight the contribution. Right. right so there. Yes. And, and that's why employers love them. You know, yes, I don't, I do not fall on the belief that the employers don't uh, have any benevolence to their employees. I, I don't believe that at all. I think most, in my experience, you know, and I, I mean, maybe most I them, want to believe, but you know, I, most of them care about their, they employees. love their employees. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. most of, most of my clients is small business. It's family. Yeah. They, they consider them family. Yeah. And when they, when they lose someone, someone goes, goes to another company or whatever, you know, they, they, they hurt. Yeah. They yeah hurt sure. Cause they, you know, someone they work with. Okay. So let's talk about the disadvantages. So sometimes it's a two edged sword, right? So the advantages of, uh, the tax break can become a problem down the road. Well, okay, enlighten us. If you're if you're not strategic about it, now remember again. Oh, I understand. We we'll, have, we'll talk about strategy so and a strategy. Strategy. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So but, again, so, you're putting that money in that second bucket. Okay, so the disadvantage would be uh, you got to have a strategy. You, right? you better have an exit strategy. Uh, no question. Okay, so it. so it requires um, a a well thought out exit strategy. strategy. Correct. Okay. So so that's a, that's a disadvantage because some people just put it in. And some it's people kinda, don't like to think. Right? Well, it's kind of so. like it's kind of like well, I'm you know all that small businesses like why did you put a four hundred one k in? Well, my employees wanted it. Right. Okay. Are you matching anything? No. All right. Are you putting anything in? No. Profit check? No. That my employees wanted a four hundred one k. Okay, so what's the end game on that for you? And then you know, I've I've had lots of experience where then the employer like you know then you know they have to comply with federal law the qualified plans right is what four hundred one k is, um, and the loan provisions. And then the and then the uh, the HR person in the company then becomes like a banker. No, oh, they, they oh, they're spending God. more time administering the thing than yeah. I mean just even getting a bond sometimes is is a pain in the rear because we had one like recently this this week where someone calls us up for an ERISA bond because yeah. it has to be bonded right and the, we hadn't even gotten into the requirements right, so but okay. yeah so I mean it's just crazy because yeah. you're you're looking at it and the, and the person setting it up is supposed to establish it with a separate identification number called a trust identification number and they didn't even have one yet and I'm like oh, okay <laughs> people are setting them up without it but it's required it's required yeah what could go wrong <laughs> yeah. so, okay. so that that's a, another disadvantage so is, that would really be administration it's administration okay. yes. so, so admin can be uh, you know it's, it's more administrative heavy on the side of a 401k than it is on a cash balance plan. But they're, they're still... But they're uh, still there. The, the 401k is a defined contribution, the cash balance is a defined benefit, Never. but they're they're regulated heavily and they have lots of requirements. They so do. They, they, they do. That, have, is an, that is a disadvantage. And if, if you ever look at their, the summary plan document can be 30 to 90 pages. What? So Sounds if, like a prospectus. If, uh, if you are really having trouble sleeping at night, yeah. I would recommend picking up a, a summary benefit, sure. summary benefit yeah, description yeah, yeah. and just start reading it. I guarantee you you'll be asleep by, well, by midnight. Yeah, and then, and then too, I mean, it, going back to the 401k, I don't mean to jump around too much, nope. but then, you know, who who's liable for 
the custodian requirements on the 401k. Yeah. So yeah. You, it, yeah. Okay. It, it's all, uh, so all how, disadvantages. You, how, you, how you set it up is really key. <laughs> yeah. So and, you want to make sure you set it up correctly. It's kind of like when you, if you're doing estate planning uh, and you're going to set up an irrevocable trust, mm -hmm. you better know what you're doing because undoing an irrevocable trust yeah, have is have fun with that. Right. Yeah. And it's very, I mean, you can make amendments to plans, sure. um, yeah. but I'm just going to tell you when you make amendments, it costs money to file You're those doing amendments. doing the dollar sign for the, the non-viewing listener. <laughs> <laughs> it costs money. You know, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Uh, we, that's, that's only a small administrative cost. Yeah. One example. Okay. But so there's, there, there, there is administration required. There's administration okay. required. So, so let's go to a third dis disadvantage is just so, so we know. So again, we talked a little bit about you better have a good exit strategy. We right. talked about the admin, ad, administrative details. Let's talk about the what if you have to go backwards because your what, company cause you can't fund the required contribution in a given go. year. Yes. Oh, okay. So other there's laden, laden, laden with requirements. Okay. So you don't have the capital. Small business. Doesn't have the capital to fund the plan in a given year. So I'm shocked that that could even happen. So okay, it happens. Sure, I mean, does. life happens. Yeah, life happens. I mean, yeah. you know, I remember back in 2009, 10, and 11. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a lot of companies, small companies, couldn't fund the right. plans because the the Great Recession took a tank. Right. So um, can you now in that? Can you imagine? Just take imagine this that. Your cash balance plan was in the market, and you lost whatever whatever amount. Yeah. And now you have to come up with that additional, additional amount contribution to try above to, the plan contribution to, to balance it out, so right. that you're not behind. Right. And there's another thing is otherwise the pension benefit guarantee corporation says you're out of compliance. We're, we're gonna, not guaranteeing. We're not guaranteeing, and or I'm, we're going to jack your premium so high you can't afford it. it. Okay, but if they say I'm not going to guarantee it, I bet you they don't refund the premiums paid. They do not. Uh, of course. No, I'm shocked again. Yeah, this is a shocking episode. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. you just have you have to know going in. So there ha you have to have to know how to yeah. do this, or the person you're dealing with should know how to do it. Exactly. Because you have some options. There are options. The government understands life happens. Believe it or not, they do understand it. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. But, but they um, do make provisions. They make, pro they make the, provisions. At the end of the day, they want those contributions in they, there. They want that plan alive because they, they, they that is a cash cow for them. In a, it it in totally the, is. Yeah. So, yeah. Why do you think they? Why do you think they're they're saying, hey, you, you know, the, the ten year rule and secure one point yeah. which after you pass away, your qualified money has to be used by your heirs in ten years. And so, what he's talking about is exactly that. So they limit, like, if I die and I leave a qualified account to my heirs, um, it has to, it, other than a spouse or, I mean, generally, okay, that account must be liquidated within the following 10 years actually 11 is a it's got to be done the first distribution has to be done before 12 31 of the next year all right so it could but it's 10 years in liquidation it's, yeah 10 right? years it might be one year before i actually have to you know start liquidating and, but prior to that you know is where people were talking about uh you know the multi-generational ira stretch and, iras and yeah, stuff yeah it, where previous to that this 10-year rule um 
a beneficiary could inherit the account and then take distributions over their life expectancy, which has a its own RMD table, required minimum distribution. Yeah, table. you can use the seventy-two T rules and. Well, that's a, that's a, that's already that's been that's in already been there. Hadn't right. been changed, but the ten year ten year rule is now limits, limits all that. Yeah, it, limits the the life expectancy of the beneficiary the distribution. Okay, okay. So you you just have to you have to know going back to the the cash balance plan. If the business can't fund it, what are you going to do? Right, I'm going to work harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, I, I was having this conversation with, with my, my, uh, my wife. I was like, you know, it's interesting because there were times when I, we would hear our parents tell stories where they needed money. They could go out and work that day and get paid that day. Yeah. Those days don't that they exist. exist. So people just don't work. Th- they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Come on, so, um. it's all good. So w- where this is going is okay. So you have you have to make sure yeah. that okay, if the government if you start it and then two years later you liquidate the plan, they're going to go. Did you just do this to get the tax break? And you could end up having to pay all that tax break back. What? No penalty, so huh? Yeah, well, there's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to that part okay, yet, okay, so you have to yeah. know that. Okay, there is an option to freeze the plan, right? Which we had, we did freeze some plans back in back in the yeah. day, so we had to because there's there's no way they the could come up with the business cycle. Yeah, yeah. The next kind, and we turned them back on again. And sure. you freeze the plan, but so you put them on hold. You put them on but hold. The filings, the filings go on hold. No, because um, no. go back to the administration. You still have to pay the admin fees. Okay, yeah, you got to pay the admin. How many filings throughout the year does even the average cash balance plan require? So you you really have you have you know frozen plan you have. The fifty five hundred that okay. has to be filed every year, okay. which you're paying for. Uh, but you also have to, I mean, because you're filing that, you still have to collect the data. Sure, that they're that they're asking Absolutely. you to collect. Yeah, yeah. So because we can, have to be in compliance, we have to be in compliance. So there's cl- data collection there. Yeah. And if the if the person you're working with is is good, knowledgeable, then yeah. they can really help you yeah. eliminate the administrative cost on your end right. to collect that data. They, uh, so they, if a plan's not frozen, how many filings are required throughout the year? So, I mean, you're going to have, depending on how you have structured your your deposits. Okay. So, um, you know, 401ks, they've gone into forcing people to put Money yeah, like you have to week. opt out now. Yeah, yeah, but we're. I mean, I'm. I'm but just, but but we're saying in this one, you could actually fund the side fund in a lump sum mm-hmm. uh, the day before you file taxes. Right. Which that's a dangerous process because okay, unless you're setting the money aside. Which how many people right. do that? Okay, so that we have the fifty five hundred. It has to be filed every year, even if it's frozen. Yeah, then you have plan amendments that have to be done because the government does change things. No way. From time well, to time. employees change, too. And employees the empl- come and go. Correct. The salaries so you, change. And you have to file that. All of those. That's an annual. That's, an, that's part of the annual uh, valuation the that annual you do. Annual valuation. Okay, so, and then, and and then, then you that's going to determine any adjustments in the contribution. Correct, and the then you also have terminations that you have to make sure that you... You, you don't want, and the terminate that now. Of course, now if the, then comes in the vesting. Mm-hmm. So if they're partially vested, then you have to have the yeah. third party administrator calculate what goes out. And they I have they to send. They free. have to send them a letter yeah. to say, "Hey, your money's in here. Yeah. Um, you can take you, and you. It, in reality, you want you really want them to take their money and roll it out. 
Of course. If you leave it in there, you're now subjecting yourself to additional pension benefit guarantee corporation premiums. Right. Because they're leaving it in there. Right. So, and my point here is, I mean, there's more than just somebody needs to admin. There's time, money, and and you really do, you would, should, have, you, you would, to do it, you would have to work with a competent, educated professional that knows what they're doing and is not practicing on you because there are a lot of requirements. Right. So, okay. so going back to the first thing, my, the discovery yeah, yeah. in 2004, right. if you have someone that's just a cash balance person, yeah. they're going to do everything they can to keep you where you're at when tough times come. Yeah. If you're talking to someone who's acting like, hey, I'm just going to act in the best interest of my client. Mm-hmm. Then you know it's a, it's a different story because yeah. then they're going to be acting in. They under, I mean, I understand when my clients come to me and go, Pete, this is a rough time. Yeah. Um, I you know, two thousand nine eleven, rough times yeah. for a lot of no, business, a lot of small businesses. So yeah, it, we have it, more more ahead of us. Yeah. So you know, there's always going to be cycles where things are great and things are not. Things are great and things are not. Right, so what are the other disadvantages when you can't fund? You can freeze it. You know, then there's only one filing required. Right. So, and you have to understand the, the fact that when you, when you freeze the plan, it just sits yep. and it's not doing, right. it's not, not doing anything. So, so when you unfreeze it, do you have to do any catch up? Yeah. There's some, there's some things you have to do right. to, to get, okay. to get it back going again. And then what are some other disadvantages? So, um, and we talked to me, the biggest disadvantage. Okay. So the biggest disadvantage to me in, in all this is the, the, those three that I just mentioned, but Number one is okay. the strategic. If you don't have a strategic exit plan on the way out, you can it. be in because you can dump a ton of money in. But if you dump a ton of money in, it's going to come out at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have to. You're going to have to be strategic in yeah. the way you pay. Uh, I get that, and and I, I add. I would think to add personally, the disadvantages is like you're gonna you're you are going to pay taxes in an unknown bracket. Period. Um, so would you yeah, rather pay taxes in a known bracket or an unknown bracket? You know, it's a legitimate question, right? Sure. And so would you rather pay taxes on the seed, you know, it's a contribution if I'm putting, you know, whatever, a hundred thousand in or ten what well, it doesn't matter what the number I'm putting ten thousand in and I'm expecting some kind of a growth formula. Do I want to pay taxes on the ten grand or do I want to pay taxes on the you know, 30 grand when it comes out. Yeah. Seed or harvest concept. And then um, the business owner, it's in a trust. So they have no access to that capital. None. Zero. So I'm going to separate myself from that capital. Yes, I love the employees. I want to provide them a benefit. I'm not. So that exists. Okay. Um, so I would just say that those are. Yeah. Some of the things that are advantages are too. also the double, the two edged sword yeah, yeah, of the yeah. disadvantage comes, right. comes back into play. Cause you say, yeah, I'm separate. While the, the trust can be a great thing cause it's blocking off any lawsuits or anything that and protecting the money mm-hmm. on the for one the side employee. for the Yeah, sure. And even, and even the owner it's, it's separating the money over yeah, here. Protects them, yeah. Cause but, then they're not liable. I mean, right. well, they are liable, but, but it's in trust. It's in trust. Yeah. But the other side of that is you now flip the flip side of that is, okay, now I don't have access to that capital right. when it's in there. So, I mean, just comprehensive, there's, you know, there's pros and cons to, you know, everything that is done in life. Um, okay. 
So, any other disadvantages? I think can we kind of kind of hit most of the advantages and the disadvantages in, okay. in there for the. I mean, you can we can get in the weeds and go into small stuff, but yeah, that's yeah, no, not. I want to I want to keep it up. General. So yeah. the. Uh, uh, the importance right so far is working with somebody who's qualified and then knowing, understanding, you know, the pros and the cons. Right. And um, but then, you you know, you mentioned several times a strategic exit strategy, which, I, you know, you got to have an exit strategy in everything you do. Huh? Your real estate investing, going your to business, work, whatever. whatever. Yeah. You know, you succession, home, blah, blah, blah. Uh, your life, your whole estate. OK, so what uh, what what do you want to talk about on this so obviously if, if we're throwing everything into the market for example because you can put cash balance sure everything in there so if you put it in there it's going to be treated just like your 401k qualified money so strategically speaking we're back into that second bucket and well you got to earn a high interest rate just to overcome the future taxation and inflation between now and then right and that what yeah, we're all that, yeah, okay. yeah that's exactly yeah. it so when you turn that bucket on you're going to be paying taxes on every dime that, that comes out of there and you yeah. now you're back to okay remember remember the client i told you that retirement's right here yeah, yeah, sure. and we're trying to figure out yeah. all their money's in this bucket yeah. and how are we going to get it out without yeah. paying an enormous amount of uh, of taxes we got to leak it out so what, a, are you going to share your solution so uh, there's th- with, I mean, him, with them or yeah. right so so i mean obviously there's there's if they don't need all that money right now, we leak out some of it in a known tax bracket that we're at so now. So tax bracket harvesting. Do you tax you know, bracket, and then we and we roll it to another bucket. So, I'm but gonna, it's already taxed. It's already out. taxed coming out. So you, which then, bucket do you want to roll it to? Right, so then you want to like try to shield that net withdrawal from even more taxation. Right. So you don't okay. want to go back to bucket one. You want to go to bucket. Whatever. Yeah. That third bucket, yeah. right, is where you want to go. Well, you may have some challenges with Roth on that for starters, right? Depending on what you well, make. If I'm in you retirement, know, you, don't you, don't have any, you don't have Roth. So yeah. where do you go with that? Yeah. So I'm going to point my finger back to you and say, James, where should we go with that? Yeah. Well, it, it depends on the situation. Right. You know, it could be gifting. It could be, you know. Right. There's, right, it's, right, right. Gonna, it's going to be dependent yeah. upon. But if you're talking about life insurance at that age, and then the question becomes insurability, not right. whether, not whether know, life insurance correct. is good or not. I, so, you know, every situation is different. But the point is that the money still comes out. It's taxed. Tax. So the net of that is strategy, right? Right. Part so, of an exit strategy tax bracket harvesting so you know i'm going to take just enough out to not kick me into the next tax bracket or avoid being in the highest tax bracket. so we're doing that's, mitigation yeah yeah that's that's, right. that's what right. we're doing so the the other part is is if on the front end you structured this and said hey i'm going to have some life insurance in this yeah so what? so if you brought life insurance in as part the of the cash balance plan part right, of the cash which balance is limited plan. on how much life insurance you can put in there but but it's in there right. okay it's in there so with life insurance um, depending on what you use this is where I would always use whole life because it gives you the greatest flexibility well you can't it's well, 50%. You, it requires guarantees. Right. The cash balance plan requires guarantees. Guarantees. So that in itself limits. Correct. Okay. So, you know, uh, under federal rules, if you're a term life insurance or universal, you only get 25% 
can go into that of what the total contribution is. Right. So, so if I have a hundred thousand dollar year contribution, I can only have twenty five thousand allocated to life insurance. In if it's term or universal. Right. If it's whole life, 50. I can go up to fifty percent. Right. Correct. I can go up to fifty. Now what does that do for us? So along the way the government I wonder why that is. Yeah, because the guarantee that's in there. Okay. I'm just, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna answer your question for you. Because right. you. the guarantee that's right. in there. So with that guarantee in there, of course the pension benefit guarantee corporation, they love that. Right. They right. gotta have the guarantee. Yeah, exactly. They, they like the guarantee. Right. You gotta pay premium and it's like we don't want to pay a benefit. So, you know, we'll shift the risk to Oh, that other third party. That other third party. Life insurance company. Yes. Yeah. So they like that, for starters. The other thing that goes into that is there's this wonderful little thing called PS58 costs, which people go, what the Yeah, heck that's is just that? the, the, the required pricing of life insurance. Right. It's the economic benefit. They use those PS58 costs to calculate the economic benefit inside a qualified plan. So if you buy an life any business life insurance you buy if it has economic benefit to it it has to be taxed to the employee that economic what? benefit okay yeah. so the ps58 costs are what they use to calculate the economic benefit which is what you're taxed on okay so if you take the plan the life insurance and you convert it to here's option one you convert it to cash value and then you take it out at the end of the rainbow. What do you mean you convert it? To well, cash you're not converted. You're going to cash it out. You just you cashed out the exit plan. it exit from the plan. plan. You exit it from the plan. Right. You can and that ca that cash value that was in the plan that mm -hmm. you're taking out mm -hmm. is now taxed, just like turning the faucet on in bucket two. There Tax is a way. There, so what you're and this is the only to me in my well and I don't want to interrupt. No, no, go ahead. Well, I mean when it comes to because I've done cash balance plans in the past, I will not do them again. Um, I would refer them out if the client business owner just absolutely believes that they have to have one and it makes sense for them. I mean, I'll bring in the expert and, and you know, God bless them. Um, if, if you have a cash balance plan, this is me uh, and my personal beliefs. If you have a cash balance plan, you do need a exit strategy, no question, to mitigate. I mean, but you're very limited. So I'm not saying, hey, you should go buy a cash balance plan because I, I fall heavily on the disadvantaged side. Because right? yeah. comparatively, you know, everything that we do is compared to something else. It's what could be done, you know, instead of a cash balance plan? So, and I'm not saying it fits everyone. No, it the doesn't. comparative or the alternative, which is just outright owning life insurance properly structured and becoming your own banker having access to the capital paying premium with after-tax dollars i have asset protection in most states it's all limited or you, you know you check with your own attorneys in your own state what the limitation is on asset protection when it comes to life insurance and then i have access to that capital you know over from now on and then in quote-unquote retirement then i can take passive income and, and I can access that money tax-free, and I can take, if I wish, income tax-free. That's my preference, right? But if you have a cash balance plan, right. the there's no question you have to work with somebody who's educated and thoroughly knowledgeable on a broad spectrum, okay? And then the exit strategy is absolutely uh, critical because right. you have put yourself in a position where you're forfeiting control. Yes, there's a benefit to the employee, but you're already trying to highly weight the benefit to you. And then you're at the, at the whim 
really, of the IRS and the right. the the Internal Revenue Code. Okay, so I'm so just the incidence incidence of ownership is key, right? Yeah. So the trust that with that trust identification yeah. number, yeah, yeah. they own your life insurance. What? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So okay. So you got the economic benefit of the life insurance, right. which is calculated from the PS58 cost. That economic benefit is the taxable uh, is what it's taxed on. Right. So if you exit correctly and you say I'm going to take that life insurance and continue it on outside the plan. I'm going to tra- the trust transfers ownership to me at retirement. Yeah. I have to pay the taxes on that economic benefit. Yeah. It's already predetermined by the IRS. Right. It's a lower tax bracket than than right. most that you would probably be in. Another mitigating. No, not a mitigating thing. Potentially mitigating. So, if that's the case, we take it out, we become the owners of it, right? And we turn it into Whatever. whatever passive income passive income whatever income, you're whatever, do, right? whatever, whatever planning, it is legacy correct with the death benefit you got the death benefit yes so you have a distinct yeah. exit strategy right. with that in place uh on it everybody does i mean the people that operate in the cash balance world know this no they know it yes yeah, they this they is know. not it's groundbreaking not, news no. you know i mean the listener may not have heard much about cash balance plans, so but. again it's all about the mitigation of how right. much how much taxes are you going to pay right. if it, you know it's kind of like um you know it, it, some people may have heard of joe robbie joe robbie was the guy who owned the miami dolphins and he had joe robbie stadium when he died he had no estate plan in place and oh, his kids him paid and thousands the, of others yeah like 46 million dollars they had to sell the dolphins to pay the yeah. To pay the deal, it's a sad. It's a sad day. Listen, farmer, that's nothing new to farmers. No, They've no. done that for generations. For generations. Yeah. So the reality is, is again, whether it's cash balance plan or your own estate or whatever it is, yeah. you need to have an exit strategy. Right. Other than because everybody does this for accumulation and tax deduction and tax deduction. So they're thinking right here and right. not here. Yeah, and no, so, I, I I don't disagree with any so, of that. So, so for for in in reality is like I said, it does it fit everybody? Oh no, it does not. Well, I think, and I've had look, you know, I've had conversations years ago uh, with companies that um, that are very unique, talented, experienced, and high level uh, success and knowledge on cash balance plans. Okay. And then, and I know, and I'm not a CPA. I'm not giving tax advice, legal advice, or any investment, any any advice. Um, and it, because my, I believe if you have a cash balance plan, you might ought to consider if you're going to get this honking tax break, right? That tax break that you would have paid, right? Having not done the cash balance, that may be applied to privately owned life insurance, right? So I would think in. I'm sure I'm not the only guy in the world that thought of this. I wasn't original, but I don't know the others. I don't know anyone else who has come up with it. But if you had a life insurance policy outside of the plan that you're paid, you're building, you're, you're funding with paying the premiums with after-tax dollars, you go forward into the future and you have this cash balance plan with life insurance in it, you can buy that policy out of the plan. Now, in my experience, about 50% of the CPAs and the cash balance administrator or the plan administrators are like, yeah, you can do that. Others will say, no, you can't do that. But if you can, 
then it would make sense to me that you borrow against the life insurance policy that's outside of the plan to purchase a life insurance policy that's inside of the plan. So the same money, and there's a value to the life insurance in the plan, right? And so it's a dollar for dollar swap. All right, so now you have two life insurance policies outside of the plan. One, you got the tax deduction and jump through all their hoops to create. All right, the other you funded with your own dollars. Your own dollars, but now you have an outstanding loan. And I'm just spitballing here with my friend and sharing experiences. Um, And it's like now the money, because the money is going to come out of the plan, period. And it is going to be taxed, correct? So that could repay a loan to a life insurance policy that was used to purchase the plan that was inside the plan. Yeah. All right. And then you have two phenomenal, in my opinion, uh, contracts that you own privately that have. Correct. Anyway. So have you ever done that? Or have you ever heard of that? So heard of that. And where'd you hear about it? Cause so we, uh, it was, it was one of those things where we're sitting around like this mm-hmm. and somebody was, we were talking and well, somebody it, else just somebody spitballing, spitballing huh? as well. well I presented this like, to these, you know, uh, administrators of the cash balance plan that I mentioned earlier. And they're like, Oh my gosh, James, that's the greatest idea ever. You know, can you put all that plan together and, and you know, and present it to everyone? And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. But you know, that's just one unfinished project that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, time to get to. He walked in my office yesterday, and he's like, "My gosh, you should clean this up." <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, "Could you spread out anymore?" That's what yeah, I really right. said because he has his, he had his files. He goes, "This is today's stack, and it's not even that, down to the bottom yet." <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm working, I'm busy, and and, and that's a valid, you know. No, that's a, it's a very valid, and and you know, I don't, I don't, I have not heard of anyone who've executed on that Mm -hmm. but i think it should be yeah if you have a cash balance plan in my opinion you know you should like maybe consider the exit strategy exit strategy on that and you should consider that now every financial guru in the world that listens to this podcast is going to go create this (laughs) (laughs) probably yeah i mean it's a it's a brilliant idea i don't i don't know of anybody in in my circles that actually have executed it Mm -hmm. again it's it's the it's the talk thing hey yeah great presentation great presentation spitballing but you know it, it, it you and i both know it's when the rubber meets the road is when you actually put it in effect and oh yeah it's all conversation until somebody pays a premium Premium. right right (laughs) (laughs) makes contribution or actually signs yeah yeah i get it yeah and and you'll have different you'll have accountants and 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 different advisors attorneys will say oh you don't need to do that you don't want to put life insurance in a plan you don't need to do and i mean you'll have you'll have all the naysayers will be on both sides yeah they'll be on on both sides the biggest thing is understand what your situation is Mm -hmm. and hopefully you have someone who's good enough to try to help you walk through that to give you what you need right and what benefits you what benefits you what what are you trying to do Right. Yeah, because everybody's situation, everybody's situation is different. Sure, and the future is unknown. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, it, it's it, you have to have the the conversations. That, so yeah. yeah, no, it's not for everybody. And anybody who comes in and says, "Well, we need to put a cash balance plan in, James," yeah. I'd be like, "Why? I mean, why? 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 What's what's why? the what's again? It, what's that's the end game? Pretty good question. You know, it's like you should do this. Why? All right. I mean, so 
um, you know, going going back and and I that didn't really mean to, uh, we didn't sit down with an agenda. I mean, we sat down with you know hey, the benefits guy. He this the stuff that he does, and so we knew we were going to talk about it. But we didn't. I didn't know that we we're necessarily going to go that deep into that. But there are other benefits out there that that employers can sure. engage in to benefit themselves and their employees, and they're all all have every one of them have requirements right you know i do the executive bonus and there's requirements to that you know you mentioned the 162 yesterday where you know an employer can buy uh life insurance on the employee it's theirs but then there's a contractual agreement between yeah, the golden the handcuffs, yeah. yeah yeah so they can't really use it and there's some taxation there i mean so all of them have you know different requirements it's, it's like the other you know the key man has its requirements and its limitations the executive bonus the double executive bonus the uh what's the other one the uh, deferred the comp, comp, deferred comp, you know yeah. it's like remember when walmart bought life insurance on all their employees yeah. and didn't tell them and so now if you do a non-qualified deferred comp with life insurance you have to do the uh uh informed consent it's informed consent now yeah. yeah yeah and then but then you have to file with the irs every year you know because the irs wants to know where your money is they already know where most of it I is i can't imagine that that's yeah. shocking to me right well, <laughs> look, i've always said and I, I, uh, because it's true if um look if the if the government can print as much money as they want can they do that well, obviously, we've already seen them. They print. do that, right? <laughs> so if that's true, and it is, if they can print as much money as they want, why do they need to confiscate my private property through taxation? Yeah. Oh, it's control. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I digress a little. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, it's quite all right. But yeah, the, we yeah, the, there's all different subjects of different yeah. things. And the things are that you, there's things you can do that legally discriminate yeah, yeah. against other other employees. This so was not, just one aspect. Yeah, we're, we and we're not covering all the plans. No, we were just kind of went, this is of this is one that actually had a really good uh, a really good exit strategy. Uh, that, but you have to start <laughs> really with, good. You I'm have pay to pay less taxes, but I don't know what they are. Oh, yeah. Right. The, so, well, the exit strategy becomes like, like, like you just said, but you, I mean, you have to have the foresight to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do sure. with this. And you, I mean, it's not something you back into and go, right. Oh, let me just do that now. So I would encourage the uh, listener, the viewer to discover the idea of the infinite banking concept the the idea of becoming your own banker, the idea that you can control the banking function at the you and me level throughout your life and the of course the earlier you do anything good you know the better off you are but that does not mean that you can't catch up like you know the cash balance plan these you know whatever the 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 law firms the medical firms and you know high income you know executives and business owners you know trying to catch up because they were financing their business for the previous 20 25 years and now they're in a position that they're behind the eight ball and they got to caught up maybe you can learn how to finance these things your business 25 years or 20 years prior so you're not in the same position of having to catch up is all i'm saying right and then if that's true you know if we just go i didn't discover the i didn't meet nelson until i was uh I think 41 years of age, okay? And he was 72, let me just say as a side note, and the man was working harder than most 40-year-olds at the time, so I want to be just like him. Okay, 
I understand that we all want to discover that when, once we are exposed to this idea of the infinite banking concept, I don't know, I'm trying to squeeze this in. We're at an hour and a half almost, but um, I think it's important. <clears throat> if I learn, as soon as I learn, if I vet the idea, right, do my proper research, which is not on TikTok, social media, YouTube, um, there's the book, Becoming Your Own Banker, Nelson's first book, his second book, Building Your Warehouse of Well, a third book that I, oh, it's almost required reading, in my opinion, is How Privatized Banking Really Works with Dr. Uh, Bob Robert Murphy and uh, Carlos Lara. And then there's some other material that you can use to educate yourself, six and a half hour DVD um, available digitally now. It's not downloadable, but you can have digital access to watch a six and a half hour presentation by R. Nelson Nash himself. <clears throat> with those reading materials and that, uh, six and a half hour series, you're going to have a pretty good foundation of whether or understanding whether you want to pursue the idea of becoming your own banker or not. And I'm saying the earlier we learn this and the sooner we practice this, you know, throughout the business, right, we might be in a better position as compared to be uh, being behind the eight ball facing quote unquote retirement, right? Um, so there could be, there, there are, there's always alternatives, right? So, okay. So to wrap that up, it's like, if I learned about a cash balance plan, I may not even have the ability early in my career as a business owner, but I would have a, I should have, I would probably have a better ability to, to start becoming my own banker, right? And then if you're already in a qualified plan or cash balance plan, there, no question you need to work with competent, educated, the proper professional. Okay, no question about that. Um, and there are exit strategies that should be considered in everything, especially these qualified plans, especially these, you know, the cash balance plan and these other things that we've kind of talked about. Um, and I'm just throwing out that there, if, you know, if you're already in a cash balance plan, you know, you might yourself discover this idea of becoming your own banker, working with somebody that's knowledgeable, and that could be potentially part of a beautiful exit strategy. I mean, that's the best exit strategy from a cash balance plan that I'm aware of, right? Even though yeah. I have not done that, right? I have, like I said, shared it, the idea, and I've, you know, demonstrated some of the illustrations. It was just a project that I didn't want to continue or, or involve myself in with it, the time that was required to do that. And right. would be you, you stay at, and this is, this is where it goes is you stick with what you are good at and what you're trained at and your knowledge base. Mm -hmm. And you serve those people very well. Mm -hmm. Um, on the, on the flip side, I've been in that realm right. for a long time. Right. So, uh, so, and just turning it back on the other side of the coin, I spend a lot of time there. And so, yeah, yeah, no, no question. So, so I mean, and, he, and you know, I, we're, we're friends. We've gone back a few years. He does cash balance plans at a very high level. Okay. And so, I mean, you're, you're not here just because you. No, well, you, Dallas, and, you right? and I are friends. And, and I'm learning from James because we talked to, I mean, again, what he just shared with you. That's uh, that's even a better exit strategy. That's the best. That, I'm that is the best. Yeah. So, you know, to add that to to the mix is super huge yeah. um, super
super huge. But again, again, it, it for each person, it's going to be a different situation and what they right. want to do with it. But just to have that quiver that says, okay, what's best for the client? <laughs> what's best for the client? I'm like, I want to avoid Uncle Sam. Uh, going back to the, you know, uh, I think I left out when I was, I'm going on and on about myself that oh, I'm a contrarian and this. I'm also an anarcho capitalist. No government would be preferable. But until we get there, the least amount of government is. Um, the solutions yeah <laughs> okay so didn't our founding father say that at, oh my god <laughs> something about uh, at best uh, <laughs> i mean as great as the country is the greatest country that that has ever existed in my right. opinion but man it's flawed now, i'm not i'm i'm just saying that i'm not i love america i despise washington dc the politicians both sides all of them you know so look we might have to edit that out you know i'm a a positive guy i've got my heart is full of love okay um all right but kind of wrapping up is there anything that you want to share that we left out that you know last minute thoughts i think i i think we um i mean we could go on for forever on all the different tangents right. and get into the weeds etc right. i think we covered this pretty well and right. it, um, i'm hoping it was educational for starters because there's not a lot of explanation even when i sit down with people on cash balance plans you got to take them from ground zero to a thousand yeah. miles an hour yeah, yeah it's, and it's it, it, you know it's people always go oh well, that should be a simple sale and i'm like no, people need to understand what they're what they're getting into. Yeah. Just like we went through the advantages and disadvantages of you, we take the take clients through that as well, yeah. so that they know and they understand because they're going to ask that question. Well, what happens if if I have a bad year in business? Yeah, what do I, what do I do? Can is there a way to to change that? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think we're. It was very. I hope it was educational. I hope uh, people got a lot out of it. Yeah. Well, I had fun. Yeah, all right. we had a good time. We had a good time talking. But um, all right, well, listen. Thanks for listening, and uh, like I said, I had fun. See you next time. Thanks, James. All right. Thank you for joining us on the Banking with Life podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe, and click on that little notification bell. Otherwise, join us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher for weekly content. 